Kuski. Good evening. So, um, somebody told me an amazing thing on Shabbos. Person told me, Rebbe Levine, you'll never believe this. I said, tell me. And they told me. It was amazing. They said, Rebbe Levine, you know, I was doing this machshava, and I was doing this bina, all these classes, and the person told me, by the way, it may not be the person in the room, maybe there, I will tell you, there's at least four or five people listening online, so you can't, the person wants to tell you, they can tell you themselves. But the person told me the following thing. He said, they started taking walks. Um, if you know the person, she told you, fine. It was a lady. It wasn't like a guy listening in the share. So she started taking walks, and she said she had the most surreal experience. She was really thinking, and she came to an understanding about a relative and herself that she never had. And she was like, it was so amazing to her. It was like such an einfall, such a, an amazing uh, thought process that it really, it, it really gave her a completely new insight to life. And I thought that's like fantastic. That really is what. Like, really, we can, you ladies are tzaddikists for coming here Monday night. Lots to do. Um, but life is not really just about learning. I mean, some people tell me they go to shears, and that's fantastic, amazing, wonderful, gewaldic. Uh, but more importantly is to really be transformative. Um, I will tell you on a personal level, whenever I speak, uh, at least on Shabbos Day, or in general, I, I only pick topics that can be transformative. Um, yeah, I just have an, I have an article going in this Wednesday into a magazine in New York on Chaim Solomon. I kept telling my wife, like, will they gain? Like, I, it's, like, just to learn something and not to gain from something. So I said, you know, Jewish history is, is it's itself uh, redemptive. There's value in knowing things. But really to spend time on something. This class, or any class, uh, and not walk away better. Now, Torah, if you're going to an advanced Torah class, always betters and cleanses the person. But uh, the goal is to apply. And I thought that was an amazing story. Here's a lady who took not my class, but the words of her vulva seriously. And she told me she never had this understanding of herself like she did. And really for a relative as well, which changed her life. <laughs> Imagine that. Change your life. That's an amazing thing to be able to change your life. It's worth all of the money in the world to change life. I spoke about on the Shabbos um, that story at the end of sort of Shach, Erev Chaim Freelander, if he had, he had two weeks to live. Remember that story? And for those who aren't here, I'll just tell you very brief. At the end of, my, of a long uh, <coughs> drasha, not that long actually, it was on the shorter, the shorter end of long. Uh, <laughs> It only did 30 minutes. I'm I was going to say, it was a half hour. Yeah, it was a half hour. Uh, exactly, actually, I think a half hour, except for the clock. So, but at the end, I said the following story. It's a true story, an amazing thing. Rav Chaim Freelander, who was one of the two or three great students of Revolba, of Revolba, of Dessler, who was a contemporary of Revolba, who was an amazing person. He was a person who was most responsible for putting out all of the works of Rav Lutzata, Rav Michal. Everyone knows who Rav Michal was? Author of Selassar Sharm, author of Terech Hashem, Way of God. He was the one really who disseminated his works. He was the mashkicha of Panovich Yeshiva. And at a very young age, in his lo- younger 60s, he was diagnosed with, with cancer. He came to America to treat it, and it became untreatable. Became, uh, at a certain point, realized it was not going to go. And he was told he had two weeks to live. And I'm going to just cut the story short. He went into Rav Shach in the middle of a meeting for the Panovich Yeshiva. He was on the staff of Panovich. Panovich, for many years, was considered the greatest yeshiva in Israel. And he said to Rav Shach the following thing. <coughs> I have two weeks to live. What should I do? Should I review all my learning? Should I do tshuva? Should I do a, a campaign of mitzvahs to help people? Should I spend more time with my family? Like He asked Rav Shach, the, the great God of the what should I do with the last two weeks of my life? And Rav Shach told him, and the reason the story is known is because there was literally a meeting of the Panovich Yeshiva going on when this happened, and they heard of this conversation. Rav Shach told him, you have two weeks to live, work on your midos, work on your character. The end of story. That was what Rav Shach told him to do, to work on his midos. So, just for, when I said on Shabbos, for those who were not there, is, it's an amazing thing. Why in the world would he tell him to work on your character? Like, Work on not being as arrogant or being nicer or sweeter or happier or less lazy 
or more giving, like Ian's dying in two weeks. And he did, by the way. He passed away literally two weeks later, Berach, right? I mean, why would he tell him that? So what I said on Shabbos, again, this is, a little, uh, is that and it was part of a much longer topic, but is that what Rav Shach was really telling him is to change your character takes work, right? That really is, takes uh, the ability to change. It takes giving of yourself. Remember we're talking about Rachman Ali Hashem wants our heart. That's why the Mishkan had to be built with donations and not by taxes. So really to change yourself takes work. And that is the greatest thing you can do in this world and affects who you are in the next world as well, right? Real giving of ourselves is change. And when you hear a person who, who takes something and changes because of that, that's an amazing thing. And, you know, and, and you, know, you hear in life, you could become better. And that's not just elementary. So really, this class, honestly, ladies, I'm telling you for myself and for yourselves, has, not because of me at all, because what we're learning really is uh, amazing stuff. It's hopefully thought-provoking. And it really could benefit you and me for the rest of our lives. That's not a small thing. Uh, so I, di- I did decide, I, I want to do Das. We did Makshava. We did Bina. And I was going to do Das. But I said, you know what? Too much thought. Let's do some action. So I'm going to do Zrizis. happens to be it's going to do Zrizis for three weeks. Uh, for two reasons I thought to do Zrizis. One, one is my wife is really telling me about Pesach. <laughs> I think, oh my goodness, Hashem Yishmore. I like it a nice way. But, uh, but also, here's the thing. This lady who did that, if she would wait six months to start doing walks, it would never happen. She, um, it would never happen. I mean, it could even be that now that we start a new topic, even six weeks, it means you have an opportunity that's lost. You know, it's just like there are things in life you either do or don't. Uh, sometimes your opportunities that come our way, there's thoughts that, come, that, that, that flicker through our mind, there's opportunities that come and then go, and there's inspiration which is so precious in life that comes and goes. So I thought to do Jesus because it's important going forward. But for the next two weeks, and then we'll go to Das. And then I was going to do Gaiva, Arrogance, or Hakpada. Someone told me tonight, it's a true story, that somebody was annoyed at another person. I happen to have, I'm a good clearinghouse, by the way. I have like, I can't tell you I know everything going on everywhere, but I know a lot of what's going on locally. And I happened to, in this situation, have complete knowledge, and the person who was annoyed at the other person was completely wrong. Right? Like, I was thinking, like, I was going to switch to Hakpada tonight, because Hakpada is really being annoyed at people. And, but we're going to do Zrizis, and we'll, we'll get over to Das, and then we'll get to, like, Hakpada. So Zrizis. I think I put on the bulletin, Zrizis being diligent. Sounds better than alacrity. Like, usually they say Zrizis alacrity. Does anyone use the word alacrity anymore? Yeah. Do you? You're coming back from Scotland. Maybe there they use alacrity. I've been to Scotland, but I've used the word alacrity. Yeah, no, it's like one of those words. Like I said, I was talking about recently. You ever hear the name Gertrude? Anyone named Gertrude anymore? Like someone, what? Aunt. No, of course. Aunt, in the old days, there's Gertrude's and... uh, um, Ethel. Huh? Ethel. Ethel. Perfect. Bertha. Okay, right, Bart for the men. Yeah, they just, they Sydney, Sydney, Sydney. Now, now the, 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 the ladies name Sydney today, but men, I don't know how many Sydneys anymore. Sheldon. The Glazer's grandson is Sydney. I know, that's why. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 said to him, I said to him, is it named after anyone? I said, yeah. Yes, so Sydney. Sheldon. Sheldon also. Like, Sheld, so Sheldon's use alacrity. Uh, we're going to use being diligent. Uh, being diligent. And being diligent is really an important thing. What is, so, Cesar Volba. Distance yourself from any bad evil. This is, of course, how Mesolos Sharm starts. Torah brings to, to Zahiris, to watchfulness. And watchfulness brings to Zerizus, being diligent. In Zahiris, Vizrizus, if you would think about being careful about what we see, what we do, uh, things which are damaging. Or Zrizis, having being diligent, of um, Derech Eretz, you wouldn't need, you would, if you just think they're like um, good qualities, you know, like nice qualities, you wouldn't need Torah to bring you to them. You can go to Stephen Covey or Napoleon Hill 
or, or uh, Tony Robbins, and like learn these type of things, some like modern uh, pop psychology. Where you don't need, if it's just like nice Derek Eretz things, you're not going to need Torah. But, what do we say? Um, in Torah Revilehen, but, but Rabbi Pinchas Benyar says something very interesting. He says a Torah, Torah brings to these things. Not, 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 not seven habits of great people, not books that you can buy in Barnes and Ovals. Torah brings to day Zahiris. Torah brings to Zerizis. But it means that these things are, come from Torah itself. It means you can't get it in a TED Talk. You can't get it in a book or from somewhere else. Um, it comes with all of the Kedusha, all of the Torah, all of the holiness of the Torah itself. Vigam lefiel you fall so shurishami even the the, the tamu shami which is quoted in Rashi and Achrimais mechalakap mechaper sekodesh that when you do the avoda when you're quick to do the avoda it atones for the kodesh means there's a level there and this is the thing she's a hearer when you're watchful when you're careful and you're per- we we discuss this in the social sham but when it's mevil these zeruzes it's for sure it's actual Torah hakadosha we say Torah hakadosha means there's it's infused with Torah. It's not anything you can learn. There, you can, there's, there are aspects of it in the, in the world, but the, we talk about Zahiris and Zerizis, being diligent. It's not about being a good student in school or being a good doctor or nurse or, te- or preschool director, you know, preschools. You know. It's also, by the way, an yeshiva preschool, though. You get both. It's yeshiva and preschool. So there you have Torah and Zericharet. So that's a different story. But a regular preschool, not usually a preschool, would not have that aspect, okay? So, it's not their kind of screen. This is very important, by the way, because, I, you know, it's an amazing thing. I was, this is really an amazing, anyone who Jordan Peterson is? Anyone ever see Jordan Peterson? I think Jim Roberts is a big fan. Jim Roberts is a big fan. A few other people in the show are big fans. I, I watched him a few times. Very intelligent person. So, I'm happy to be, I'm on a lot of rabbinic lists. I'm on a lot of, <coughs> one of the rabbinic lists I'm on is like a Kirov type list called Torah Kirov. And it's like a lot of Kirov type personalities are on that list. Somebody wanted to go ahead and bring, started a whole debate about 10 rabbis, Jordan Peterson to bring to this, some Kirov organization, the Darshan, this Kirov. And the question was, was that appropriate? Like, it, could we learn from Jordan Peterson? And so the, I, I, I don't even read, I can't, I have no time to read everyone's opinions about this. But I saw lots of opinions pro and against. I, saw, I, I honestly, I didn't really read it. But I just saw, I could just look to his pro and who, I want to see which names were pro and against. What they said, I really didn't care for. Because I but here's the point. I think that everyone would agree you can learn from Jordan Peterson, right? He's a bright man. You, you may not agree with him, but you can learn with him. You may agree with him on a lot of things. He's, high, he's highly intelligent, okay? But you're not going to get Torah from Jordan Peterson, which means Torah means it comes from Sinai. It's Shalom. It's Shlemus. That you will not get. And if you want to learn how to be, have Zerizus, you need to come here. So he says as follows, that's Torah Kadesha. The Emis, customer solves the charm, the Perakash Rizis. He has Rizis, you are a diligent person. He made a Shlemus Gedela. I should Tivo Shul Adam Mona Mimenu Ata. Our nature, if you don't work on it, our law of inertia will block you from getting this tremendous trait. Uh, which is, leads to perfection, wholeness, shlemus. Ashertivo, if you do not work on it, it will not be fixed. It will never be fixed without working on it. But a person who pushes themselves, exerts themselves, and acquires it, Whatever he gets, you will be requited and you will be rewarded in all aspects in your life if you can get Jesus. It will pay you in this world. And as I told you that Rebchan Freelander's story on Shabbos and today, it will have eternal benefits. It will better you. Right? It will better you. It will, you know, I recently, actually my own self, I had a certain insight into one of my children. I'm telling you now, I deal with that child better which is better for me and better for that child, right? Which is better for me as a parent and that will better, 
it's actually pretty scary to be honest because when you think about that, if it's better for this child, that could affect this child's eternity, whole world. Okay? They're still young. And all of their future descendants at some level. That's like crazy. And that's a crazy, that's a crazy thing. Isn't that crazy? That, I mean, you really ponder that. You, it, it could really affect my descendants till Mashiach comes. I mean, and you don't think about it. I mean, thousand, I mean one little turn. One little difference, and trust me, a parent deeply affects their child. Deeply. <laughs> I say that as a, as a rabbi and as a parent. I, 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 you can see, you live vicariously also, you can see 5, 10, 20 years later the effect of Chanechspin people have to overcome things. Some things are, are benefited or blessed, and that's a starting point. Whatever, if there's a deep effect. All of that. So, like, if I, you have an insight about that, that's amazing. Well, if you factor Zerizus, you come to a, a push yourself, it will have tremendous ramifications and tremendous benefits. Um, the Mississippi Sharim doesn't really uh, talk about the Pneumis, the intrinsic things, says Revolver, but the Ruchum Lavavitz does. He says he heard this personally from Ruchum. Ruchum Lavavitz passed away, I believe, in 1936. So he said he heard it from the, like, apparently the last year or two of Yerucham's life. Ki Adam, when a person does a maise mitzvah for Jesus, when you do a mitzvah with diligence, quickly, it's maise shashchina sharalav. That's the type of thing where you have a divine presence in this world. What I, meant, what I did say on Shabbos, and I think how I ended, is that when you give your heart, Right? For, that's why the Mishkan was built that way. And then the ultimate is we also make the Shachan to be so that we should be that way. We want to be receptacles for the Shechina in, in, in our own lives. Well, if you do Maisen Bezrizus, that's how you have the Shechina. You know, remember what I said on Shabbos? How did I start? Anyone remember? I mean, remind me of my Joshua. I have an excuse. You have an excuse. <laughs> but you can't answer. Anyone remember? <coughs> the Ramban who says, that, that the Mishkan was just like the Sinai with like Matan Torah constantly. You were able to go to the Mishkan and have that level of Hashras HaShchina that they had on Sinai. That's what Ramban says. At that greatest moment in the world, we was always able to top in on, on a Nister level in the Mishkan. Well, in our own lives, that Shechina, you want to feel Sinai today, tonight, you want to be connected to that. Being, doing actions with Jesus brings a Shechina into your own into your own life. Um call eco zman shakaba maisa in Iraqsakana. In any delay, any delay, there is a danger. Um atzmo. We tend to think I better do things quickly, right? You know, I'm really annoyed at one of my so I have to learn the Hakapada, you see? So I got to learn Hakapada class for myself, that annoyance class, right? But what I asked my wife's relatives to do, to do a DNA test on my wife's grandmother who's over 100 years old. My wife's all like, you know, like she's 100 plus years old. Do the test. How hard is it to do the test, right? But it's not just that when you delay something, you don't know what tomorrow brings or Mitchell Shem should have 120 years. But you think to yourself, there's sometimes like I remember looking back there was a certain God I wanted to see, and I pushed it off, and I never saw him. And he's in Shemayim now, and I'll never see him. And there's certain times, like, you want to call somebody, talk to somebody, or you have an opportunity to do something, or, you know, I, I look back, even at the weddings I went to or didn't go to, and you look, like, sometimes you would wish you could do, do a do-over, right? You know, if I, or, or something, there's, there's like, I've, I've heard people tell me, my kid was inspired when they were younger, and I didn't, and do it. And like, it's too late now. This kid is 55 years old. What are you going to do now? Like, so when they're eight years old, they're inspired. So you can't go back, right? You know, it's Rezus. You can't reset the clock. You know, somebody told me, if I did my marriage again, I'm like, hello, <laughs> right? You know, it, but that doesn't mean, it doesn't mean, by the way, that tomorrow, it means that, you, that, that even living the life you should live, even living the life that you should live, uh, you know, uh, an amazing life. Uh, the, the, what Hashem wants from us, that's a loss. But it says a little bit deeper, we tend to think of opportunity loss. 
when you delay, that itself is the Yitzhahara. It's not that there's a Sakana. The delay itself is the Yitzhahara. Even if you end up being at that wedding, calling the person, having the thing you want, the delay itself makes it less of an act. When you delay that act of slowness, right? that act of itself it comes from the Yitzhahara. And you already lost some of the Shechina. It's not in its wholesome way. We see the Paschal sacrifice. The Torah, the verse of the Pasuk says, You should eat it. You eat it quickly. It doesn't mean to be a... But it means don't delay. And the Medrash says, Yesh Lashen says, the Shechina comes without any delay. When you delay, first of all, there are things that could block you from ever fulfilling who you could and should be. Right? You got to run for the Shechina. Right? You know, imagine the following thing. Would you ever say, what would you say if a person came to you and had the following conversation? I'm planning to be a good parent in five months from now. I'm planning to be a good spouse in five months from now. How, what would you say to such a person? By the way, we do this all the time. When I mean, you think of how we live in our own lives, right? But if you would hear somebody articulate that, you know, I'm really going to do this. Um, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop hurting myself soon. You know, I know this is not what I want, but I'm, I'm gonna, in a few months from now, I'll, I'll do it, right? I, I, I'll never forget this. There's a gentleman, no youngster, who told me, he, was, he must be in his 80s now, about five years ago, Rabbi, I'm going to learn with you and I have some time. <laughs> okay, five years later. Um, but I'm sure he still thinks so. You know, in, in, the, in, in the, the Zerizas, in the lack of it, is, of course, it, there's a million things that can happen, but it's also, you lose the quality when you delay Shall uh, Adam, if you desire something, if you think being a parent is a good thing, do it today. <laughs> if you think being a good spouse is a good thing, don't wait. You know, my wife did something yesterday. I thought it was amazing. My son, Yosemir, finished half of Shas yesterday. Mishnayis. So Mishnayis, not Shas, not Kamara. Mishnayis. So she, what did she do? She made a Siam. She made a Siam. Uh, which I couldn't eat. It was red meat. And, uh, it was... Looked good. Uh, I made it with him, of course, you know. But uh, but it was like meat, and she made the room nice. And I said to my wife after, I said, "You want to understand something? If you would have waited, if you waited for three weeks, it's not the same anymore." My kids benefit. My younger kids saw that learning Gemara, learning Mishnah is important. If I, you know what, I'm, 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 I'm just, again, my house is far from perfect, and I'm certainly far from perfect. But I want to tell you something about that. I was thinking about it afterwards. My kids benefited by seeing their brother all ages that when you finish something that's an amazing thing for the rest of their lives I promise you they will have that message in their life at some level it may not be transformative but we made it into a big thing you understand it was a big thing so Shlomo Ezer, my four year old son saw his big brother getting an amazing party because he did something my daughters who one day get married saw their brother that that's important and for their own selves that will affect them. Now, if we would have waited, he, first of all, would have been, I did a few weeks ago. But you know what? That, my younger kid will never have that opportunity till later. Everything gets delayed. Right? It takes, right? If you want to be an amazing wife or an amazing friend or an amazing daughter or an amazing parent, what are you going to wait for? Tomorrow you may not even have that opportunity. You know, sometimes... People are weird, you know. As I said, you know, your kid's eight years old; he's inspired, and he's fifty-five. Is not well. Doesn't even have to be eight to fifty-five. There's sometimes in marriage, or in business, or in life, you have that opportunity, and then it goes, right? Or if you delay it, you you you've showed your. What's the problem of delay? You showed what you really think is important, not that important, right? If I tell the person that's in five months, I'm going to take care of this marriage. You, what you're really saying, and what you're really showing is that. It's not that chashev to you, right? I'm going to work on davening. I'm going to do it. Are you crazy? Do you know that when you daven, I should say you, am I crazy? Do you know that when you daven, you could affect your eternity? 
that the difference between success and failure may be exactly, what are you waiting for? <laughs> I plan to do this, right? But, but what you're really saying, if you could wait, it's not that important, right? It's not that, today, literally today, I, was, I went to the, uh, <coughs> I teach the mirror on Mondays, so I usually learn from my Felsons who learned to the Kala, and Mrs. Felson was teaching a young Kala, not, not an observant lady, so I said to her, when are you getting married? ASAP, soon as possible. And um, she's ready to go. She's ready to roar, right? Well, what if the white lady say, eventually? Well, I'm, I'm, by the way, and, and do you know who lives that way? Plenty of the secular world lives that way. Do you know why their marriages fail? If you can say, I'll get married sooner than later, I'm, I'll commit eventually, right? What does that tell you about marriage? Like, what does that mean about marriage? So in the delay, it, it takes away from the, del- the deed. And it takes away from the shechina as well. It takes away from Hashem being there. You're supposed to run after the shechina. If something's important, do it. Don't delay it. Don't... Zerizas, therefore, says Revolba, is the midah of hashras hashechina ba'adam. It's the midah of bringing the divine presence. The mishkan, making yourself a mishkan. It's not so... It's, a, it's an avayda gedoyla. It takes work to be a person who's zaraz. <coughs> he says, follows Kersina b'gemara. The gemara says in the Darim, 36a, Ha'oymer, a person says the following thing. Ha'oyni shaykha that's a Pesach. Ha'omi shiyala mikam rishon l'shalayim. I'm going to do the core Pesach. And who, who's going to be in my group? Whoever gets to Jerusalem first. That's what the gemara says. Ke'evon shaykh that's raisha v'bazaycha. Mamish like the Olympics, like the guy whose head and most of his body gets in first. You know, you ever see like those pictures of like, the guy like he just wins, like his body is just the head, right there. Uh, 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 you know, I haven't seen the Olympics anything for many decades, but there's some Jamaican who always like blows everyone away. It's a, you know, I don't know, I have no idea what his name is, but it doesn't make a difference. So he, today it's a blowout, but in the old days I remember it was like the guy just makes it like by his nose was, you know. Well, here, whoever gets in first, the Gemara says, if you make it to Jerusalem first, if there's a race, they're going to race to Jerusalem. I want to be part of, this, I want to be part of the Koran Pesach. You know what happens? If I, either you get there or you don't. Either you get there or you don't. So it's, it's a race to get there. Are you, are, are you going to be there or not? Um, so Tanya Melch, there's a mice. The Gemara says it follows. that There's a race, and the girls beat the boys. I know this is a lady share. Um... I don't want, I don't, uh, you know, uh, in general, in general, everything equal, physiologically, boys have more muscle tone, and often the boys will be quicker than the girls. Okay, leave it at that. Medical professionals want to weigh in on that statement. Uh, I, I, I challenge anyone to, 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 to imagine that if there's a boys' basketball team and a girls' basketball team, I, actually, I want, I'll never forget this. You talk about how, how crooked the Ivy League schools are. I had a professor of law tell me that there's no difference between boys and girls. So I said, Tim, what are you talking about? Like, if they play, if I say exactly that, I mean, you're going to tell me that, that boys, the NBA boys would be the NBA girls, WNBA? He said, the only reason that the boys are better is they're told so, they went to this class, they're told so before for the birth, but there's no difference. I said, there's different muscle tones. I mean, this is a fact, right? You know, this is... There are many girls faster than boys, but as a whole, what the Gemara is saying, as a whole, boys typically are faster, okay? The girls have other milas that are boys don't have. Anyways, the girls beat the boys. That was the case over here. The Gemara thinks that was bizarre. If they're racing there, the boys should have beat the girls in this thing, okay? Hare Hippich, what the Gemara says is as follows afterwards. Nimsa, the Benos, the girls, were Zerizus. They were diligent. What's the opposite? Here's the kicker. The bonim, the boys, were shiftless. They were degraded or lowly. Not because he lost to the girls. Because their attitude towards it was that way. Their attitude. Now, I remember when I was younger, I was in a co-ed school when I was much younger. Like, we were like fifth grade or fourth grade. The boys were lazy bums and the girls were studious. So who, who do you think did better? <laughs> the girls. Right? As a general um, But But what do you, when you say the opposite of, of studious, you would say, you're not taking care of what you need to do. These boys, the Gemara says, they were shiftless, they were degraded. 
They were lowly at a certain level. That's what it meant not to have uh, not to have uh, zrizus. Who are zrizus is shiftless. The opposite of being diligent very often is lowliness or, or being degraded at some level. Who are shemuvar chaim vital? Sechorna l'rochel chaim l'abad, the greatest student of their rizal. In his shari kedusha, his gates to holiness. Well, this gets a little bit kabbalistic. The chaim vital was the greatest student of the Arizal. He was actually, the writings of the Arizal came from Reb Chaim Vital. Um, so, uh, um, without getting too much into the world of Kabbalah, he says the following thing, Ki Yisoyta Ofer, Shemineshes, right? We know that there's like the basic components of, of the world, so the Kabbalah uses that also. So, Ofer, dirt, dust of the soul, when you say dust, when you say dirt, which is considered lowly, Okay, that's where it comes midas ha'atzavus, sadness, vitoldasa, and this and the side thing of sadness is atzavus, is laziness. Mekayim haturva mitzvus. Why is that? Because you're not happy and you're not excited to do it, right? If you're not excited, you ever see now? You know, I'm sorry to show the kids examples, but I have uh, a daily reminder of this. You ever see a kid? not want to do something, how do they do it? Begrudgingly, sound like, oh, oh, oh. Right? If they don't make the sound, that's what happens. It's slow. It's not exciting. So says Chaim Talat, offer, which is dirt, which is lowliness, that's where sadness, that's where laziness comes, and that's what a person does Torah in that level. They don't do, ah, there's a certain amount of unexcitement while you're giving like, duh. Well, we'll get to that right now. He's going to embellish. Elaborate. So, soira offer. Now, what does it mean, soira offer? It's a fair question. That's why he's going to do it. Soira offer. Haruchani. When we talk about spiritual dirt, or, 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 or uh, is kvedes hagof. When you're heavy, when you're when you're delay, kvedes hagof, which is shiftless ba'adam, right? Which which come, which is connected to a certain amount of lowness in a person. What does that mean? Hargashas <coughs> kamoila. What does a person think? Whoever they are. Miani, nah, I'm not really like that kind of person. Or ma'ani, not for me. What, what's it really make a difference? What, uh, what's the big deal? It's what, oh, <laughs> now, it, it, it's, uh, in different permutations. Haniras kechejba nefesh A person thinks, I'm just being modest, I'm being honest, I'm being realistic. Who I am, what I am, what I'm capable of, what my background is, you know, what I really can do, what my capabilities are. Um, that's how they, they rationalize it to themselves as Revolba. The aim Zeiss, but the truth of the matter is, is he im kavad ha guf Really, what it is, is a certain heaviness of the body and it comes to a point of loneliness. What is this? What Zeiss says? Shiftless, this quote unquote lowliness uh, comes in seven, seven different clothes. Kesha'odam magiv, right? When a person comes to a certain statement of Musar, they may not laugh, but they laugh to themselves. right? They think, ah, not for me, come on, really, are they kidding? Not realistic or radical, or they laugh. It's not, in any words, it comes from a level of shiftless. Haloyman Oshamea Madridus, a person hears a certain level. The Omar, this is just not for me. I'm never going to be on that level. Now, you can always say, I'm not there today. But that's like not in my galaxy. I, you don't believe you could do it. Right? I, I was actually speaking to a life coach today. Um, not for myself, um, but for someone else. Uh, but you know what, you know, you know, you, you know, in a certain amount of life culture, people just don't, they can do it, right? Like, I, 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 I can't do it. It's just like, it's not for me. It's just not in my galaxy. So that really comes for a shotful hamadrega after Zayachlos Emes. Even though it's true, by the way, today it may be that where the person is. They may actually be there. But it comes from a certain lack of connection. Like, it's, it's not me. I can't just do this. Right? Uh, it could be that it's, you're realistic today, but very often what it really is is shiftless. Um, 
and he says that um, when you when, when you when you feel like heavy, you can't do something, or it's just not me. You don't. You're not going to do it, right? Like, like I, I'm just telling you right now. Almost every night, I've said my kids, I can't do this homework. <laughs> and they believe that, by the way. Honestly, my kids at that moment when they say they can't do it, believe that when they say it. So the boy is almost always laziness. <laughs> you know, right? It's like, well, you could do this homework, or you could do this, right? Huh? Or they want to do something else, or it's easier to do something else, or they're just not in the mood to do it, right? It's, but, but when they say they can't do it, could they do it? They really could do it. They really could do it. But when they say they can't, you know this, by the way, right? You've experienced this once or twice? Tonight? Tonight. She's a son, right? You know, doing homework, right? Tonight. Like, like at the end of the day, could he do it, Leonard? Of course he could do it. But does he think he can't do it very often? Very often you can't do it, right? You, you, but you really could do it. And it's very much the case of we really often in life we could do it, but we say we can't do it. We imagine we can't do it. And sometimes, by the way, there's a level of we can't do it today. We could get to do it. We can accomplish to do it. That <laughs> comes from a certain amount of shiftless. Those boys who didn't take school seriously when I was younger, it's at some level, they didn't, you know, they didn't believe they could do it at some level, right? Or they didn't think they could do it, or they didn't, or weren't incentivized to do it. You know, one of the reasons my wife made this scene last night was not just for my siblings and my son to appreciate it, but to make my son do more, right? If you could do this, you could do more, right? You want, you know, you, you can accomplish more, you can be more. Local up and shove in Bazaar. Not everything is different. And, I, and I, you know, go back to what I said. This lady who told me that she had this tremendous insight into herself and into a relative, it changed her life. If I would have told her six months ago this, I'm telling you, I know this is constriction personally, not necessarily she believe it's possible. Right? It's because she went out and started taking walks and trying to do it that it actually can't. I, right? when, you do, when you say I can't do this, I. Makshava and Bina and it's not for me. Or it's just like, it doesn't speak to me. Or, or it sounds nice and you don't do it. Right? I'm not sure how many of you actually did what Revolva said, which you all were, came very seriously to the class. But I'm not sure how much you actually did it. Right? And that's what I'm doing these reasons now. I'm not sure how many of you actually did it. I'm not talking for two minutes when you heard it, Rebel Levine said that night, the next day you did it, or Revolva taught us that. But I'm talking, do it. Actually do it. Do you know what, like, we, we learned a lot of amazing things. Did you actually do it? Did I actually do it? I'm the one teaching it. Did I actually do it? Right? There's a difference. Do you do it or not? And by the way, in th- two months from now, you for sure won't do it if you didn't do it. Guaranteed. You know, because you won't do it because that's the relation of praise. And very often the reason someone doesn't do it, if you knew you would, get, you would gain by it, you would do it. Of course you would do it, right? If, you would be feel, if I would tell you you get a million dollars for doing it, you would improve your whole life. For, you would improve your whole life. I would sign, swear, promise. You would improve your whole Of course you would. Me, let's say Hashem. Moshe Rabbeinu does it. Tells you, I guaranteed. Money back guaranteed. I'll give you a billion dollars. Of course you would do it. So why don't we do it? A certain amount of kvedis and shiflats. I'm telling you. Uh, it's something I have, to, I have to do recently. I'm still like, delaying doing it. It's not a good thing. It's, it, it comes from either a lack of belief in ourselves, a lack of value for the importance of it, a lack of a, 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 the law of inertia. It, and it's like the same thing. We all laugh at the lady who tells me in five months I'm going to work in my marriage. It will never happen if you think that way. Never will happen. Ain't happening. Five months I'm going to be a better parent. Not happening. It will not happen if you say that. And, and again, when, I, when I, that lady told me today she can't wait to get married, her marriage, she's not... Religious, but her marriage. Well, that's how you think marriage. When someone tells me I'm dating, one day I'll get married. I'm like, you're never going to get married. And if you do get married, I'm going to stay married. That's not how you think about marriage. Right? And that's how everything in life that way is that way. If something's valuable, something's important, do it. You think if you want to have bina and das, I'm going to do das yet. You want to have bina machshava. We learned about it. Do it. Don't just oh, it's a nice thing. I'll do it. I, I'm gonna, I'm planning. I'll get there. No, no. You want to get it? Do it. Uh, you gotta do it. Yes. So, just, so where does Jesus and planning combine? Like, let's say you have a long term goal, right? Let's say I want to work on my patients, 
and like I want to be the most patient person. Right. Right. But I can't just set up like I want to have spaces and do it, but like I need to make a plan first. So great question. Part of us have patience with the next couple weeks, <laughs> but to answer you right now. Uh, one thing that you need to do if you have a long-term plan is to put some of that plan into action. Meaning, if you're planning to work on patience and you're not working on it, not planning it, then you're not, it's never going to happen. Or, 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 or if it does happen, it's lowered. If you, it's like, I'm planning to work on my marriage. It's beautiful. Do it. Do something concrete to do it. And, and, and that, I spoke this with Noam Kipper, stretch goals, Right means when you means you're stretching yourself a little bit, and that whatever your plan of action is for patience to do that, or for arrogance, or for greediness, or for whatever sadness, same thing. You need to be doing it. Right, that's what Jesus means. That you're you're not waiting to do it. I'm not waiting to teach my kid how to to, to do it. I'm doing it. I'm not waiting to you know, I'm not waiting to have keep it up the end. Your mother's ninety eight years old. What are you waiting for? Right, you know, you're not waiting for it. Right, do it. You got to do part of it. You got to start it. Actually. Put your plan into action. Stop planning, but do it. Like, I, I said this story once. This is an amazing thing. I had a person in my house who wanted to become religious. So I said to the person, so how long have you been trying to become religious for? It's about seven years. So I said, okay. Well, that's not, you know. So I said, well, what's delaying you? The age of the universe. So I said, the age of the universe. So I said to him, like, what do you mean? He said, well, I'm still bothered that I looked at the world as 13 billion years old, and the Bible says it's 5,760, whatever he used, it was almost eight, nine years ago. So I said to him, let me, my friend, let me help you out over here. I can give you three explanations how you can do the both. Pick one and live life. <laughs> like, don't want you for forever to be this way? Pick one. Ex- if it doesn't speak, do you believe in everything else? Can you explain everything else? Are you going to wait until you understand this? You know, I'm gonna keep Shabbos. I'm gonna keep kosher. I'm gonna do the. Like, I just need to answer this one last question. But you can, you can live. You want to be patient. Do something every day, part of your plan, and that's how you do Jesus, right? But if you keep planning to plan, <laughs> you know, I have someone right now. He's planning to date. Well, hello. You can, I have one person that I know in the Bay Area who tells me he's gonna date for five years and still not dating. That's a problem, right? You got a date, and it has grand plans. Date, right? I mean, date, date doesn't mean pick any girl or boy and date them. It means do what you need to do, right? If you want to work on patience, have your plan, and if it doesn't have, even if you don't have every detail worked out, start applying it, because you're never going to do it otherwise. And the delay itself is a danger, a loss of inspiration, and the delay itself shows you it's not that important. Something's important, you do now, right? If you, don't, if you want to improve your marriage, you do today. Right? Don't wait. You want to improve your, 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 your health? You know, so do it today. You want to start walking? I'm going to start walking. When? Start taking sleeping, going to sleep at night. When? Then you delay it, that's itself. So, just, am, I, am I being clear on that? Okay. Um, then he says as follows. Local op and shabbos, and everything's different. Echad zara, similar in life, you have a person who's very diligent. Bechpulas chesed, and do chesed, and kir v'choykim, lots of achnasas orichim, Lots of beaker cholim, lots of driving to I don't know, driving to the airport, going to things. I wasn't, I wasn't picky on you, by the way, you know, or, or anyone else in this house, in, in this room. Um, but this same person who does kiruv, he's lazy by his own avoda. I know somebody who does kiruv. The guy's never been to davening on time ever. You know, <laughs> he himself on his own davening, his own thing. He'll talk. He'll give a class. Prayer one oh one. You know, like, and that's great, by the way. And it's beautiful, to, you know, but his own prayer, his own life, he's lazy to work on. He's work, doing this and this. There's a certain aspect for everyone else, not, not his own life. Shani, a second type of person, loves to learn Gemara, loves to, to steig in learning. But prayer, I didn't mean to pit. Prayer is lazy. Shlishi loves prayer, goes to prayer. <coughs> but doesn't like to learn. doesn't like to learn. <coughs> fourth, fourth guy loves prayer and learning, but doesn't work in his character. Chamishi loves working most character, but doesn't do another thing. The Yitzhachan, why is this type of person working on one area and not the other area? It's certainly possible. Shiko'echa ba'amuka it's a shiflas, which means as follows. 
there are, there are many wonderful people in, that I deal with. I'm just giving you a personal thing. Wonderful people. And if you meet them, you will tell me they're amazing people. But there's aspects of their lives which no one knows. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Thank you. I, I, I'm, I'm almost done. Thank you very much. There are aspects of their lives that they do not work on, sometimes to, their, to, to great detriment, not because they don't know what's important, not because they don't need to, because they lack Zerizus in that area. Right? They, they lack Zerizus in that area. And that area where they lack Zerizus, that's, that could be their downfall. Right? That, 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 that's their Achilles hero. And that same person who goes out and does one... I got an email this week. A person I haven't seen scarcely in 20 years. He's got divorced. 19 years, my guy's married. Emails his divorce looking for a shidduch. This guy is a perfect example, I just said. And I knew this years ago. I haven't seen him for 20 years. Unless something changed, I'm not shocked about the story. Because on, er- on certain areas, this person excelled in. But there are certain areas that he, that he just did not have Jesus. He just didn't work on it at all. Right? And, I, and I don't know the whole story. I'm not, but my own impression from seeing the, 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 his description of his life and knowing him 20 years, 20 years ago, I don't think I've seen it. No, 15 years I haven't seen this guy. Um, is that there were areas of his life that just were never touched. And it, I'm sure if I would sit down with him then and today, I would say, you know, should you be doing this? Of course I should be doing this. I know a person... Uh, recently I was around um, amazing person righteous, kind giving, amazing, amazing one problem, doesn't take care of their health and you walk with them and they're oh, oh. the person God could have a heart attack right, or could get sick and for the rest of life it could be so if I'm sure if I had sit down with this person I'm, I'm younger and I'm not going to do this to this person who's a lot bigger than me uh, but and say you know uh, Rabbi or Rabid uh, I'm, I'm, I'm an outsider, but it seems pretty evident to me. You got to do something about your health, right? I, he, yeah, he got to do something about his health, but he's not. I, I, I've seen this person over the years, and he's not, right? And he's not 100 years old. He's, not, he's relatively younger, and he's still not taking care of his health. Why does that happen? It's not. Is it? Is it? Is that he can't? I'm, and I'm saying I'm saying the person's not diabetic and not not asthmatic. It, the person's not. I know the person. They're not taking care of their health. They're eating, not sleeping, not exercising, not nothing. A very, a lifestyle which is unhealthy, period. Okay. So why is that this amazing person doing that? Because in that area of his life, he lacks Jesus. Yes. What if he just is working on other things and he doesn't want to overwhelm himself with things that he's working on? I've asked a question. That's a fair question. What if I tell you the following thing? I have a person who's doing amazing things working on it. But his marriage is falling apart. What would you say it's about that? That he needs to sort out his priorities. Right. And this person could die. So if he's working on being kinder and he's dead or... or, or you be kind to yourself. You've got to be kind to yourself. I mean, that, it just, it's this, this to me is so self-evident. And I actually, unfortunately, I've heard people make comments uh, about this as well without me looking to share these type of comments. Uh, you know, it's self-evident. If I tell you... You know, the person's, wor- or person's working on their weight, but their children either need them and it's not giving the kids time, and their houses, the kids are going off the, the deep end. You would say, you're a parent. You better take care of those kids, right? Because you can't go back. By- kids are an example. A marriage is an example. Sometimes just, you cannot turn back that clock, right? You just cannot turn back that clock. You can rectify it to an extent. You could try to better, right? But there's certain things that just come and go. Your health by the way, is high up there. I mean, that's like super high. You know why? Because if you get sick, if a person has a heart attack, you have two people that go, what happens then? You know, it could affect the rest of your life, right? Right? If a person has a stroke, you know, what? Yeah. So, so if, you, if, I, if I said the person's not working on charity, I would agree. Maybe he's working on davening or tefillah. But this is big. I have to pick this. But for all of us, that's what he's going to say next. That's, that's less complicated. Like, what if there's more complicated things? Like, there's a, people are usually 
flawed in more than one thing. Right. So that's so. It, and hopefully they're not big things. Right. We all have, we all have some big things and some small right. things we all have to work on. So the, the important thing in life, um, this is a general question, which is an important question. How, what do we? How do we know what to work on? So usually you pick big things first. Sometimes you pick a smaller thing, and this is very. It's like coming to a person needs to ask Shilas and work on themselves and ask them because it helps the big things also. Also a sense of accomplishment. It's easier to accomplish. You shouldn't pick a goal that right. you don't feel you're going to accomplish because then you'll never go and try to pick another goal. Right. The only you thing, pick a small thing and you can accomplish it, then you can do it. True. The only thing is is sometimes things are so big that if you don't do it, well, they'll paralyze you. Right, they'll, they'll they'll paralyze you, or they'll cause. If somebody has anger problems, I I, I which, Hashem, the, the community it's not a major issue, but there are there have been issues around. I, I get a lot of outside folks also, surprisingly. If you have an anger problem, there you could really damage relationships and damage yourself. You some if a real anger problem, like you know, that you can't wait with that. You need to work on that now. So it would depend on the scope of the problem. So all. I think to answer your question, which are, is both of the are important, is you have to analyze it like everything else in life. But what's important to note is, again, the delay very often comes not because of anything but uh, but lack of shiftless, which is you don't take this thing seriously or you don't believe in yourself or you think you can't. Um, so he says as follows. Everyone has, there's different types of people on this. V'yitzachan that, that, that all these type of people at the deepest level, the reason they're not working on this or they don't believe they can is there's a certain level of shiftless. This is a sentence follows. We're going to pick up next week. If we should look at ourselves, if we, is there something we're doing that we're not accomplishing and we're saying we can't do, is it really that we can't, it's like my kid doing homework, is I can't do it, that we don't believe we can do it, is that we're not trying to do it, Hashem wants us to be a bardas. Um, a bardas is a person of thought, which we're going to get to after this reason, actually. Um, but with a bardas means to work on ourselves. And part of working on ourselves is taking on areas that seem challenging today, right? that we could do it. Uh, and you should know, by the way, the area where you believe you cannot do, right? That's the thing where you actually should work on, right? It's the area where I can't control my anger. I, my, my, I'm going to pick an anger. There was one individual in my life I deal with had severe, severe anger issues. And that my first conversation, when this person was having a very damaging relationship, is, you, know, you really have to work on anger. And his first thing he said to me, not shy, not, can't be. I can't, that's, not, that's who I am, right? Like, I, I'm telling you, there are people who don't take care of their health. I can't, I'm just a healthy person, right? That is the area. If you see something in your life, so just to answer your questions or your points, if there's something in your life which is damaging, which seems impossible, or which seems you can't do it, and it's damaging and currently damaging, that's an area where actually you should have reasons to fix, right? Whether it's your marriage, your parenting, your self-happiness, your doing... Right, that's an area to pick on, and the way you do it is to start. We'll pick up next week on this. So two things I wanted to tell you last week. Yes. Never... First of all, 